Hi, welcome to Chalk Talk Sports Podcast, powered by Prime U. I'm your host, Daryl Duvall, inviting you to see us weekly. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple, and Google Play, coming soon to Facebook, Instagram, live this fall. Just a little information on Power You. Power You was founded in 2015 to inspire and to light people who are on a personal journey. With that in mind, we decided to create a platform to share the stories of great athletes and the things that motivate them. When it comes to motivations, athletes have to be trained to push themselves to another level. Leaders are trained to find out what motivates the team and personal motivators drive individuals. In today's podcast, we'll be talking to Coach Lane Powell. He is assistant football coach at Alcorn State University, the Alcorn State University in Lorman, Mississippi, HBCU school. Coach background goes all the way back to Fort Scott, Kansas. Coach Powell has worked at several schools and also a regional scout for CFL Edmonton Eskimo Football Club. Your background goes all the way back to Fort Smith, uh, Kansas, and you've worked at uh, in, and the coaches worked at several schools and also uh, as a regional scout for CFL uh, Edmonton Eskimo Football Clubs. You know, again, Chris, thank you for being a part of our show today. I just want to talk about your background. If you can kind of go a little bit in where you started, how you started, and where you kind of ended up at right now. Um, well, my name is Lane Powell, and, and I started at Missouri State University way back in 1989 with a guy named Jesse Branch. Um, I worked for Jesse there at Missouri State University, uh, moved on from there to Northwestern State in Louisiana with uh, Sam Goodwin. Um you know, so I've had the privilege of working with some really good coaches along the way. Um, and so I'm very blessed to, to have that done, uh, to work with those guys and have, have a lot of fun working with every individual I work with. Uh, when I was at Missouri State, uh, there's guys you probably remember, the Ole Miss defense coordinator, Dave Womack, was part of that staff. Um, there are guys out there uh, that I've been fortunate to be around and been fortunate to bless. But I've been doing this thing since 1989. Uh, I've had a good run with young men and looking forward to, to continue to do great things here at Alcorn State University, which we have done over the past uh, six years here at Alcorn. So I think we've got a good run going here and look forward to continuing to build this with Coach Fred McNair. So, again, you've coached a lot of um, schools in your early years of coaching. What made you go back to Alcorn State University? Uh, The opportunity to work with Coach McNair was number one. And first and foremost, that was the opportunity to come back and work with him. Uh, actually, uh, Coach McNair and I had worked together at Millsaps College uh, many years ago. And then previous to that, we worked here at Alcorn State uh, with Coach Jay Hobson at the time we were here. And then uh, also we had played against each other way back in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, whenever Fred and I were still playing back then. So if you had one school or coach that was your biggest influence, uh, which school or coach would that be? Probably the biggest influence on me would be a guy named Jesse Branch, who was the head coach at the University of or Missouri State University at the time. It used to be Southwest Missouri State University. Um, who Coach Branch was also a longtime uh, Coach Broyles assistant, Coach Holt's assistant. Um, but it was the way that he carried himself in the room. It was the way that he handled the players. It was the way that he uh, handled all of us as individuals, uh, not only as individuals, but as a team. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons why to this day we're still, as a team, we're all still very close to each other. We still talk to each other. We still communicate with each other via phone, social media, and all those kind of things. Uh, I would say that having gone there, played there, and then having worked there, 
Missouri State was probably at that time probably the biggest influence on my life. Um, but every institution I've been at has had some sort of an influence on it. Uh, the players that I've worked for, the co- or players I've coached, the coaches I've worked for, I think we have uh, – there's a lot of them out there I can say that are big influences, but that's probably my first big influence on me uh, because it was my first time away from home. It was also my opportunity to be around a guy who really I just admired watching him when he walked in a room. When he walked in a room, he commanded a room. The way he dressed, the way he – uh, operated day to day was very key in, in our success, not only on the field, but also off the field and later on in life. So, you know, I didn't realize that you had worked with uh, Fred McNair at, um, at Millsaps. Is that Millsaps? Yes, right? I did. With, I worked with Fred at Millsaps whenever uh, Coach Mike DeBose was the head coach there. And uh, we worked together during that time frame. And we had a really great staff at that time of guys who have gone on to really do some great things. Uh, in college football and, and, and have done some things not only in, on the field coach but also have done some great things uh, that staff that staff was really a good young staff at the time and, and looking back on it, it was probably one of the better staffs I've been associated with over my tenure and I've been around a lot of guys uh, over that over the time I've been in coaching that have been outstanding coaches that have gone on to be head coaches coordinators at the highest level um, but that group of young men right there at that time frame with all of us was really good. I think out of that group of guys, there was two head coaches. One's currently an AD. Uh, two are now currently working at Florida State, and one's the OC at Houston. So we've we had a really good staff of guys at that time for uh, Millsaps College. So I, you know, I want to kind of uh, I was going to talk about COVID, but I wanted to kind of change something. Uh, my question to you is recruiting in Mississippi, and you know, Alcorn probably one of the better. I mean because of what y'all have done in the last six or seven years since Fred and you all have changed, it's really changed the landscaping, recruiting landscaping. So in reference to going out recruiting for kids, you know, because everybody wants to go to, I want to go to Ole Miss. I want to go to Mississippi State. How are you dealing with those? Because I seem like Alcorn is probably doing much better because of the, the coaches that you have in place. And I mean, the winning so how do you uh, – in, in, so basically in a nutshell, when you go out and talk to kids, how is that uh, – I mean, are y'all doing pretty good in, in that aspect of kind of getting kids to come to Alcorn? We're doing, we're doing a really good job in, in recruiting the kids here at Alcorn. Um, of course, you're going to have your normal Power 5 kids that want to go play Power 5 football, which you old miss in your state. That's going to happen regardless of where we're at uh, with us being an FCS football program. I think the the naturally some of those kids are going to flow that away. But one of the biggest things that I'm learning uh, as I go out and recruit, not only here in the state of Mississippi, but also in Alabama, is that a lot of these young men and their families are looking at HBCUs a little more, probably more prominently now than what they did probably five or ten years ago. Um, There's actually a group in, in Oxford, Alabama, who, you know, they really are, they really want to sit down and want their kids to see what HBCUs have. Uh, because they have a lot to offer young men. Um, you know, I think our winning here has been really good. We're probably, I think if I'm correct in this, probably the winningest program in the state over the last six years, probably the last 10 years, to be honest with you. Um, I believe so. And part of that is because we have good people on the staff. We have a great staff here uh, who does an outstanding job in recruiting. Um, I can't speak highly enough of our offensive coaches that we have on our staff. I mean, Elliot Ratton, Jason Phillips, Ryan Booz, 
do a great job. And then previous to that, we had some other great guys on offense who did a great thing here. Uh, you know, and, and I'll just drop names is Willie Simmons. You know, he's a head coach of FAMU, Ryan Stanchek, who's a Southern Miss. We've had a lot of good people to be a part of this process. And so when we go through the process, we've not changed the formula. We've just tried to make the formula better. And by doing that and promoting what Alcorn has to sell and people seeing it, we're real, we're, we're who we are. We're not going to go out here and, and blow smoke up a young man. We're going to tell them the truth. You know, we don't have all the bells and whistles that some schools have, but what you have is you have coaches who care about you. You have coaches that you'll be able to walk in and see every day. You don't have to set up a meeting with a head coach to go into his office and talk to him. So what you get when you come here and see us as a staff is exactly what you're going to get all the way through the program. Um, I think part of that influence is Fred. Fred does a really nice job because he understands the kids. Um, but also if a young man comes to Alcorn, um, he's going to be treated like family and that's the way it's supposed to be. And, uh, to give an example of that, I mean, we got, uh, both his son and, and his nephew here on the football team right now. Um, and so he's going to treat them the same way that it should be treated from the get go. And I think that's one of the things we do. We do a good job of that and we do a good job of communicating with our kids. And then as you go through the recruiting process here in Mississippi, Alcorn has a great name by itself. Um, actually, I think we're probably, you know, one of the few people that are really visible in the state of Mississippi, to be honest with you, uh, and talking to some of the coaches that we go through in our recruiting areas and different things. They see us out there. They see what we're doing on the Internet. They see what we're doing with social media. Um, but we're doing everything the very best way we know how, and we're going to do it the right way. Yeah, because I believe that if, if there was a one division, one school that should be, Alcorn should be that one right there because of, you know, everything that y'all kind of bring to the table. So uh, now, now I do have a question for you now uh, in regards to recruiting. Do y'all do, uh, do you also reach out a lot in Texas? How do you feel? We do. We're, 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 in, we're in Texas. We're actually in Dallas, Houston. Uh, this year, I mean, I think we even get out in San Antonio. We work at uh, some places even in Austin, depending on the kid we look at. But we are in Houston and Dallas uh, pretty heavily right now. We have been here. We've been in both those areas ever since uh, at least Coach Hobson's been here, and then we've gotten into it even more with, with Coach McNair. And we basically, for us, is basically our recruiting area for us here at Alcorn is basically from Texas east all the way to Georgia and then down into Florida, and then we'll hit in Tennessee. Uh, we'll hit some other areas where there might be, a, might be available we need to look at. And so – in reference to that, do you, um, you know, that kind of goes back to what I was going to first say about COVID-19 in sports and how it's affected sports. It has affected HBCU. I mean, from your perspective, I mean, there is no spring football. I mean, recruiting is pretty much, you can't go nowhere. How, how do you, how are you dealing with that right now? What are you doing that's different now to make it easier I mean, when you're looking at these kids. Honestly, we're, we're probably not doing much different than what we had been doing previously um, because with the uh, social media, the way social media is today, you can reach pretty much anywhere in the world to find a kid. Um, if they get to us, we can find it. It's not really affected us that much from offering kids, um, but what it has done is expanded our base and made us look a little more into some other areas that we may not have looked into. Um, I don't think it slowed us down as much as, as people think it has. 
uh, in recruiting and, and making decisions on kids. I think, you know, some of the bigger schools think that you, you got to come to a camp and all of a sudden all these kids get offers and they're just camp offers. And next thing you know, come July, there's a lot of them without, a, without that offer sitting on the table because guys really were just trying to get them to come to a camp to begin with. And so when we, all, when we offer a kid, we're, we're offering. And, and basically at that point in time, our offers are committable offers for the most part. There's not uh, – you have to come to Alcorn to come to camp to, to hold your offer. We're not doing that to kids um, because I don't think any of us grew up that way, and I don't think we believe that way. Um, there are some kids we'd like to see a little closer in person, but we've done a good job at staying on huddle. We get on we get on the internet every day through Google Hideouts, Zoom, and all that stuff, and we still look at kids. Matter of fact, we're doing it every Tuesday and Thursday right now with our staff. Uh, we're evaluating kids. Um, do I think that spring practice hindered us? A little bit probably from the standpoint that we may not get to see some new kids do some things or maybe we didn't get to implement some things we wanted to do. But at the end of the day, we're not a physical football team all the time in spring practice. Um, more times than not, we're trying to implement stuff, just see if stuff works. Um, did we lose that? No, because here's what we're doing. We're, we're doing some things where we got on the Internet with our kids. We've got our installs going in. We we're up to date. Most part of it, the biggest part they're probably missing is the weight room and the physicality part of practice. Outside of that, they're getting the mental aspects of practice. Uh, they're being able to see all the information in front of them. It's for some of them, it might be best because they can actually slow down and actually learn and listen to it. Um, so I think we're not we're not as bad as most people think we are because again, we're also a program who. Uh, our kids, once school's out, they get into basically the summer session before we bring them back in. So that's a good thing for all of us. And that's something that's important to to what we do. So I think we're, we're still on track to have a, a good year here. And so, and, and you know, they talk about, uh, they talk about if football, this is, this is going to really affect a lot of big football programs and, you know, the Alabamas, the Michigans, the Texas, the Mississippi State, the Ole Miss are going to be all right. But then you're going to have a lot of the HBCUs that's going to be affected by this if, if this situation goes further and affects some of the coaching, I mean, of the, the football programs, because the football programs bring a lot of money. What are your thoughts about HBCU and and what's going on right now? And and if there isn't a, a, a delay in you all playing maybe in October, all right, then all right, maybe they say, oh, yeah, you can start practicing, but it won't be until August. Does that – I mean, do you see – I don't see it being a, a huge effect on us because with HBCUs compared to other FCS programs, we are naturally have our natural rivals who sell out stadiums, who bring people to the games – so I think those things will come into play as we go along, and even if we play later in the season. Um, you know, we may not get the, the big money game that we're used to getting, but I still think that in our case, if we have Jack State on our campus, we have Southern on our campus, we have Grandma on our campus, we have Homecoming, we're still going to make that money back in other ways. Um, so it's, it's, we may not get all the money we wanted, but we're going to be able to recruit some. I don't think it's going to be as negative as some may, may think it may be, and it may be different for other schools. Here at Alcorn, though, we're very fortunate. We have a fan base who turns out. They do a great job of, of supporting this program. 
They do a great job on the weekend. I mean, it's unbelievable here what we do here at Alcorn State University uh, as far as that regards and how our people turn out to support this program and do excellent things around our campus on game day. So I think we're still now, okay. You're, okay, now your kids, your kids, student-athletes, football players, you're, you're the, the, I call them kids, they're still kids, but they're, uh, they, I, they're not on campus right now, are they? No, so they're not. They're actually at home right now. And that we're contacting them every day, staying in touch with them daily uh, and weekly, both on academic side of it and athletic side of it, both. Okay, so they uh, so Alcorn is pretty much shut down the whole school. Yes, everybody right correct? now because of the, what the governor has in place, everything is pretty much shut down right now. Uh, hopefully, we'll get it. We'll know something later this afternoon on whether or not we get to go back to work this next week, uh, which would be good. But as far as staff wise and everybody. Uh, here in our program, we're continuing to work and continue to plan on having a season. Uh, once they let us let us know when that's going to be. Yeah, I'm. I'm. My uh, dad is originally. My dad was is originally and born well, born and raised in uh, Port Gibson, Mississippi. My dad okay. went to Alcorn. Yep. But he finished up at him and my mom finished up at Jackson State. So I'm familiar with that area. And I hey, when you have players. Tell them, hey, you know, that's the country now. Yeah. You don't have to worry about doing getting in trouble, man. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, good, it's a good environment for mom and dad to send kids to. I would tell them that. I know, because you don't have to worry about them getting in trouble unless they, they don't want to go too far in the backwoods. That is correct. But, <laughs> so the, the last two questions I have is, what advice do you have for potential student athletes in regards to recruiting right now in this area we're going through? This situation. What what would you advise them of trying for you if they wanted to go to Alcorn or anywhere else? I mean, what do they need to do? The, the biggest thing they need to do right now is reach out to our staff via social media. Um, that would be one way to do it. Uh, second way is to email our staff, but probably the best way, honestly, is probably through uh, Twitter and those kind of things to make get us on their list. And the other thing is, is just be proactive in what you're doing in your recruiting process, which I should be anyway, um, because we look at every single – I don't care whether you send it to our receiver coach, our linebacker coach, our defensive coordinator, whoever you send it to, we're looking at every single kid that comes through our pro, that comes through us right now. So we're, we're actively recruiting in our schools right now. We're talking to the coaches of the high schools. But also, if you feel like you're not getting that attention – Send us, a, send us a direct message. Send us something with some information about you and, and get that information out because we're, we're going to look at every kid that's available. Yeah, because I know Alcorn is always trying to – they do a lot, trying to do a lot in Texas and trying to get these players out there. Even if you're not playing, yes. they're still trying to uh, – Alcorn is always trying to recruit, and they give a lot of money away, yes. you know, I mean, in regards to scholarships and everything. And so – that kind of goes back to the last question, dealing with social media. And you kind of touched base on that because you're doing a lot with that, different. Um, and so, obviously, you do look at their social media real strong. And um, I guess in, 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 in retrospect, you, I mean, depending on what they say, because, I mean, if they say the wrong stuff, that's going to really affect you on trying to recruit. Am, am I correct or I mean, I think that, that that's pretty much any institution right now. You know, your social media is really uh, your storefront for you as a young man. Um, and a lot, a lot of people see whatever you put on your social media, they look through it to see what you're putting out there and whether or not you're the quality young, young person, whether it be, and, and let's just say this, not only in football, but in every sport, 
Uh, every coach is looking to see what that might might be, uh, what a young man may put out there, or a young woman for that matter, um, to just see if they're going to be a good fit for the program. Um, but again, their huddle film, their uh, avenues is their storefront and what they make out of it to make it the best they can during this time frame is what they need to do. And in some regards, this is kind of old school, but I think we're still good if we don't have the first summer session. I think we're still good in recruiting, even if we don't get out and see kids in spring practice. Um, because there were states many years ago that didn't even have spring practice. So I think if kids are just proactive and parents are proactive in the recruiting process, then we'll have a little better chance to continue to grow. And I think the one thing we're doing here at Alcorn State University is our staff is doing a great job of going out, contacting the high school coaches or the junior college coaches. They're doing a great job of following up on social media. They're, we're doing a good job of making sure that we're communicating with each other on the staff to have a productive recruiting season because, as we all know, eventually it's going to come back and you've got to have a plan in place. And that's one of the things that Coach McNair has done, has established a great foundation here for us to build on and as coaches allowed us to run with it and make sure we're completing what we need to do each and every day to help bring these kids to our campus and make a great recruiting class out of this. But again, it goes back to be proactive, make sure your storefront's good, make sure you see the good things that you want to see and you want people to, to see about you. And last thing, man, do you have anybody coming out of, uh, and I haven't looked at this, it's going to be potentially a free agent or, or drafted out of uh, <laughs> out of Alcorn. Alcorn, yeah. I, I I got several coming out. Matter of fact, um, we've got two. We got a couple kids here at Alcorn. Three kids, I think, has got a chance. Uh, of course, Solomon Muhammad, who is a linebacker here for us, has got a chance to either probably get drafted late round or free agency. Um, we've got the uh, Waller Waller Deshaun Waller running back, who's got a chance to be in that mix. Um, also Chris Blair is another kid receiver. We had got a kicker, Corey McCullough. He's probably in that mix. And, um, we got a, we got an offensive tackle in that mix as well. So we got about four or five kids that have a chance. Um, personally, I got some kids tonight that I coached at other places that, uh, hopefully by tonight, they'll be, they'll be locked into where they're going as well. So, uh, but we've got, we've got some kids here. We've got some upcoming kids that's going to have really good potential. Uh, down the road to be those kind of players. And, and I think we got something really exciting here uh, for our future here at Alcorn State University to build on and, and really get these people in here to start looking at our kids and, and really help push them forward. Yeah, I, I can see. I mean, Alcorn is really, you know, I think you got back-to-back celebration bowls. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Am I, am I correct? Yes, sir. And so, and I feel like you all will be going back to the celebration bowl Again, hopefully winning this one. I mean, you got North Carolina A&T, which is still good. But I, I think Alcorn, I mean, what you all putting together as a product, taking it to another level, again, in the situation, not, you know, and I mean, again, I'm from Jackson, so uh, I'm a backed up Jackson State. But like I said, I got family down there where you are in, near uh, – near uh, Alcorn, and so I still go for both of them. And, I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, the bottom line is whoever puts you all put the best product on the field. And, I mean, HBCU, you all are basically leading it. And I think, uh, hey, if maybe one day it might be Division One, depending on how uh, it plays out, I mean, from, I guess, one of these days. Because I, I think you all – 
have that potential to get to that point because of what y'all putting out on the play. I think we do. We have that. We have that going for us. And, you know, we've had really two good recruiting classes here in a row back to back. And this past recruiting class was actually really good. And uh, looking forward to seeing how these young men, you know, develop over the next two, three, four years. And I think we've got a really good product to, to put out there. And I think we're going to have an opportunity uh, to be a forefront in, the, in not only this conference, but also in FCS football. Uh, I think we're doing some really good things from a staff wise. And I think our, our coaches, I know offensively, we got some bright young coaches from coach back there. And I think that we have some really good things uh, going on here at Alcorn right now. So I'm looking forward to the future is bright for Alcorn state university. Uh, I think we just got to continue to build on it and keep doing the things that we're doing to be successful uh, and understand that, you know, we got to work harder than the next person every day. We got, we're, out, we're out here. Well, Coach Powell, it was a pleasure speaking to you and sharing these minutes with you and our audience. That's all for today. I'm Daryl Duvall, your host. Thanks for listening to Chalk Talk Sports Podcast, powered by Powering You. Take care and come back. All right. Thank coach. you. You're mm-hmm. welcome.